Hello, hello everyone. Welcome back to whatever it is. I am currently sitting at my desk. I'm drinking a nice coffee. So if you are currently relaxing, grab a coffee, grab a tea, grab whatever you like to drink. This week I want to talk about anxiety. And I know I mentioned this in the beginning of the introduction podcast that if you didn't listen to, please go listen to that before you listen to this. But I am, I really want to talk about anxiety. I think that for me, it's been a big part of my life. And there are several things that I've done that I'm hoping that maybe can help you if I explain it. Um, you know, get over some of these anxious thoughts and feelings because if you have anxiety or you know somebody with anxiety, it can be pretty distracting and pretty tiring going through these emotions. So this episode, I just really want you to, if you're struggling with anxiety, if you know somebody with anxiety, if you feel like you have anxiety, but it's undiagnosed, this podcast is for you, especially this episode. So let's get into it. Let's get into how I realized how I had anxiety and that it was getting worse and how I helped myself. So about two years ago when the pandemic started, um, that summer of 2020 is when I really started noticing that I wasn't okay. And I've had friends in the past who have gone to therapy, um, And I've heard things, you know, whatever, like, you know, you should talk to a therapist, you should really seek out the help. But at that time, that just wasn't on my brain, I guess. And uh, all I remember is that August, I was starting school. So I transferred from a local community college to my current college in the city. And that's when I noticed that I had like very, very bad anxiety. So it came to a point where I didn't even really want to leave my house and I, I was just laying in bed all day and I was, you know, I was just not myself and I could tell I I wasn't myself. I can tell that I'm the type of person who likes to go out and I, and I make plans and I enjoy spending time with other people and, you know, all these things that normal, you know, people not normal, but you know what I'm trying to say, people who don't struggle with anxiety do. And I noticed myself, like I said, not wanting to leave the house or not wanting to go out with people. I would make excuses of why I couldn't go out. Like my friends would ask me, hey, Tyler, you want to go, you know, you want to go out to eat? And I would just go, no, you know, I'm busy or I have something to do or I'm working was a good excuse. And I I realized that I think I needed to talk to someone and I think it was hard for me to cope with that, if that makes sense. I almost felt like, oh, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't, I never really like hated therapy or if you went to therapy, I wasn't like, you know, I didn't look down upon you for going to therapy, but I never thought I really needed it. And then when I when I got to that point where I knew something was wrong, I needed to speak to somebody. So I, my friend, um, who's no longer my friend, um, she was speaking to a therapist and I was like, you know what? Screw it. I got to reach out. And I trusted my friend at this time. And so I reached out to her 
and I basically said, hi, I am not okay, <laughs> um, to say the least. I, I really wasn't. I, I just, I just wasn't myself and I knew I needed to talk to her. So I set up the appointment. Um, she texted me back and she was like, all right, let's do a trial, you know, session. It was like a half hour to see if I got along. And this was my first time in therapy. And like I said, I w I'm a very open person. So I had no problem, you know, letting what I was feeling out to this therapist, even though this is my first time meeting her. I really wanted to make that experience something that I knew could help me. So I was like, you know what, I might as well just lay it out on the table and let her know how I feel. So she said to me, I definitely would like to speak to you again. And, you know, that's what I did. I um, reached out to her again and we set up an appointment and we started meeting every two weeks up until about maybe three months about going and then it slowly started turning into one month and then um, just a couple months ago she had told me I finally graduated from therapy so that was a huge win but uh, I want to talk about that later I think that my anxiety stemmed from the unknown of the pandemic and the unknown of the world and and school and it's tough like I was a I was a transfer student so for me I was expected that I was going to go into the city and and have this life that I was going to you know commute to the city and make friends and go to these fashion shows and and meet people that maybe could get me jobs and then all of that just suddenly went upside down and if you're like me I have very big dreams and I hold a lot on myself like that was disheartening and not knowing I think is my biggest thing and where my anxiety stems from is just not knowing what's going to happen or what I can do to prevent it so um, that's just a brief short overview of my how my anxiety started and how I got help now that you know kind of a short summary overview of my anxiety journey, I want to talk about some of my anxiety symptoms. And I know that this is different for everybody. And I want to talk about one of the biggest things I did. So I was having, I remember this day, it was in the summer. And my aunt, uncle, and cousin had come over for like a barbecue just to hang out, um, go swimming. And uh, we had ordered pizza. Uh, and I was like, all right, I'll have a couple slices of pizza, two, three pieces. I don't really remember. It was really good, honestly. But afterwards, I remember just laying in my bed, feeling like I was going to throw up and my head was killing me. I, I was on the verge of almost crying. And my uncle, who is a nurse, he was, you know, telling me that I should really go to the doctor, maybe get a few things checked out. But I knew that it was something... It wasn't health related, if that makes sense. Like I knew that it was something that I was doing that was affecting what I was feeling. You, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, so I, that day, right then and there, I knew I had to make a change and um, it was a tough change. But what I did was I went gluten free and I know that's controversial because some people might say, oh, that doesn't really work. Oh, you know, how could changing your diet really affect your anxiety? Um, let me tell you, it's made a world of a difference. And I just remember 
cutting the gluten out and I've always had like TMI. I've always had like stomach issues. I've always had, you know, uh, just things like that. Like when I would eat, my stomach would bother me. And I had actually gone gluten free maybe about a year ago before, but it was only for like three to four months because I have eczema and I was reading online that gluten causes inflammation. So I said, you know what, maybe it'll work. And I lost a lot of weight quick, you know, but that wasn't my goal. I, that really wasn't, um, it did help my eczema. Um, but I had done gone back to gluten and then the world had shut down and all this stuff. So anyway, I went gluten free. And honestly, I think that was the best decision for me. I really feel like that was what has helped me the most. And, you know, a lot of my anxiety, like I said, I want to talk about my symptoms. A lot of my anxiety starts in my stomach. So I don't know if you can relate to this, but you know, like when you're nervous or you're like, you know, or you're anxious about something, your stomach hurts and it twists and turns. That's how my stomach is. And it's always been like that. I've always been somebody who it just starts there. And then after that, I know that I can tell that I'm anxious. So once I cut the gluten out of my diet, it it really made a difference, honestly. Like, yes, I still have stomach problems. That's not going to go away. But I wasn't feeling that overwhelming feeling of like, I'm going to throw up. It was more of like, oh, my stomach hurts. But I'm recognizing that my stomach hurts because I'm anxious, not because of what I'm eating. If, if you're following me, I, I hope you understand what I mean. It's like, I really believe in like your diet really does affect anxiety. And I, and it was funny because I didn't even realize that gluten free, like a lot of people were doing that over the years because of their anxiety. I honestly, I didn't do it because of that. I did no research. I just, I cut gluten out cold turkey and it made a difference. And then I started doing all these, this research. And I realized that other people were also doing this too. So I cut the gluten out and ever since then, honestly, my symptoms have, have really, you know, been, I don't want to say non-existent, but I've definitely noticed a change. So I want to talk about this in a future episode too, about dieting and, uh, at least for anxiety. So I'm going to leave this here. Another one of my symptoms actually is blurred vision. And I never thought that that was like a symptom, but I noticed that like when you're anxious, you just, you feel like this overwhelmingness come up like on you and you almost feel like you can't really see. You have to have anxiety to really understand what I'm saying. And if you've had blurred vision in the past, it kind of makes you almost feel like you're going to pass out and it makes you like kind of lightheaded, if that makes sense. Like, again, you do have to experience it, but if you're feeling these symptoms, I, I wouldn't be alarmed. It's definitely a normal symptom that many people who suffer from anxiety feel. And I, you know, I wouldn't count it out as like, you know, anything bad. But I also do, um, I also get uh, headaches from my anxiety because I work myself up so much. Like, I'm going to tell you about this one time. I had a, uh, in, in class, I don't really get nervous about presenting. I'm, I'm pretty like good about that stuff, but because of this anxiety, it, it just was like eating at me and it wasn't even like a big presentation. It was, it was in, I believe it was in a retail class 
and I had to present like a simple little like I had to create a brand and then present the brand about the different um, uh, retail like if I was going to do in-store it's called omni-channel so I was, if it was going to do re like in-store or e-commerce or both brick and mortar um, anyway I, I, I it was just like eating at me and all I remember is like the two days before I had these like anxiety symptoms that I normally had that were really really affecting me and I would like lash out at my parents and my and my brother and my sisters and I noticed that it, it just wasn't it, it's not it's not a healthy way of living when you're constantly lashing out at people because you're anxious and I noticed that my stomach was bothering me and I had this like blurred vision and I remember this was um, in the beginning of the school year I I log in, I go to the meeting, and he said, who wants to go first? So I said, oh, me, I definitely want to go first. Because if you know me, <laughs> I like to get things over with, and I like to be first. It's just something, I don't want to think about it. I'd rather just go first and get it over with, right? Uh, if you agree with me, let me know. Because I definitely agree that going first and getting over with just solves a lot of my problems. Like I said, I'm an overthinker. So if I could go first, I could go first. So I said, let me go first. So I, I, I start presenting and I notice myself like getting really like blurry vision. And it's funny. I, I had these pills that I call my anxiety pills. They're like these nature bounty ashwagandha stress relief things. And I swore they did something for me. Um, so I would, I, I used to take them right before class. So I wouldn't be so anxious and I popped those two right before class, but it seemed like it wasn't really doing anything. So I was getting these like anxiety symptoms that like weren't going away. I honestly, the presentation was like a blur because I don't remember how it went. I, I know I did well on it because I got a 98, but I don't know how that, how I did it. And I think that's a lot of, um, where my anxiety comes from too, is like, you just kind of like forget that like things are happening around you and things happen. It, it, it's, it's weird. Like I almost felt like, like, I just skipped over that presentation and, like, nothing happened. And I, like, was remembering, like, before the presentation, I was like, oh, like, this could go wrong. My internet could go wrong. Oh, what if I mess up this? What if I say this wrong? And I am I was never like that. Like, I told you I, in the beginning, I was a ner I'm, I've always been a nervous person, but not to the point where, like, I was overthinking the, the smallest things. And um, I just remember that. And it, that stuck out to me as, like, a... I call them anxiety memories of like things that have happened to me that have caused, you know, me a lot of anxiety. So if you're feeling these kinds of symptoms, they are normal. And I want you to know that like you can work on getting these symptoms under control. I mean, I have and I know what triggers me and what I can do to hopefully lessen my anxiety symptoms, you know, like. I, I just feel like there's things that you can do to manage it. All right, let's get back to my therapy. And this is a really, really crucial part in my journey. Um, I, again, I like to make things in, not laughable, but almost feel like uh, I can, you know, it's lighthearted. I don't want to take things too seriously. So on my anxiety journey over the last two years, I've been seeing the, my therapist and honestly it's it's really changed my life and 
I think I always tell you could my friends can vouch for this. My family can vouch for this. I've always I, I say all the time, even if you don't need to talk to a therapist, I really think you should go talk to a therapist because there are just some things that your friends or your family, they can't tell you like there's just things in life where you need to talk to somebody who's unbiased and who can help you in a way that is is caring but you need to do it in order to get better if that makes sense so um I love my therapist um I'm actually going to tell her that I started a podcast so if you're listening hi Michelle um I just I think that the therapy has just opened my eyes to even things beyond anxiety that were bothering me that I couldn't talk to anybody before and I just remember like the first couple times I met with her I just felt like she was the one that can help me and I know that oftentimes like when you choose a therapist it's not always your first you know it's not the first one isn't always your 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 best fit and I got lucky in that sense because I really do feel like I've gotten to know her she's gotten to know me and she knows how to specifically help me and for me it's important that I have a therapist that I can trust and that I can tell pretty much anything but I do think that therapy you have to be open to it and you have to be willing to talk because if you don't talk or willing to say what you want to say you're not going to get the most out of therapy you just have to you have to be open and you have to just let things go and I tell my friends all the time you know like you you know they're like oh some you know like I tell people you should really go talk to somebody and they're like no you know I'm not really that I, I don't think I'd be able to do it I don't think I could you know get what I want to say out and I'm like no 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 you just have to you have to trust the process and again finding the right therapist is part of that process I'm sure that if I didn't know somebody who went to therapy it definitely would have been more challenging for me to find somebody that I trusted and it's funny because a lot of people were like oh why would you go to a therapist who like your friend goes to but in in a sense that comforted me I, I know that doesn't work for everybody but that comforted me knowing that the therapist that my friend was going to at the time she trusted her and they had a good relationship so the therapist isn't allowed to say anything to her anyway so it's not like anything would get back and like I said I'm a pretty open book so even if it did get back to her, I wouldn't care. But obviously, if she, she can't say anything because then she'd get in trouble. But I, I, I trusted her. And I'm glad I did because I found a therapist that matches me. And, you know, you just have to think of therapy as a, an outlet. An outlet for you to talk about your problems. And for somebody to listen. Because I think oftentimes, like, I have plenty of people that will listen to me. But... For somebody to listen unbiased and that can help you is really, really, in my opinion, helpful. And I now I don't talk to her as much because uh, I actually graduated from therapy and that was a huge win for me. Over the past two years, it's been a struggle. And for somebody to recognize what you're doing is really, really special something special and it 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 makes you feel like what you're doing is working and you're validated and 
I just, I can't thank her enough for saying that to me because that really did change a lot. And I know that a lot of therapy, like, you know, you can only, what the therapist tells you, you have to then go do. And I know for me, going to therapy and tell, you know, her telling me, for example, like, I remember this, I told her that I would go to like Trader Joe's and I'd sit in the parking lot of the car and I would like breathe in and breathe out. And I'd be nervous going in. Like it was just the anxiety would just overcome me. And I remember she, her telling me just verbally tell yourself out loud, Tyler, you're okay. You're in a safe place. You're going to get groceries and you'll be fine. And then, and she told me, just go do it. Just do it. Just do it. Push yourself to go, 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 go. Fine. I remember this one day I go to Trader Joe's and I'm like, oh my God, I'm so anxious. Uh, I can't do this. And I remember her telling me what, you know, what I just said. So I go, Tyler, you're fine. Go into Trader Joe's, get what you need and walk out. I don't know what that did, but it's like speaking it out loud. Just it, it confirms that you're okay. And again, my going to therapy, like she can only tell you so much and you have to do it. But I listened to her and I did it and it worked like that's just a a real a real sign that it does work and you have to put the work in to do it. Therapy is a great resource and I know that there are definitely outlets out there nowadays where you could find a therapist easier and um if you have health insurance you could go through your insurance to find one. Um, you could do a Google search and pay out of pocket. So there's, there's a lot of different ways to get therapy. And I know for me, that's what I needed. And that's what my anxiety needed was to just let it out and hear what I was, my irrational thoughts. Like when I tell you, I had the, like the most irrational fears and anxiety about the most random crap. I, it it just blows my mind. Like I look back and I'm like, how was I ever like that? Because I, I came to a point now uh, where basically I don't want to say my anxiety is non-existent, but it almost feels like I'm pre-anxious, if that makes sense. I I still, got, I still get anxious when I go out, but it's not like anywhere near where it was. And I, I, I tell myself all the time, you just have to go. You have to push yourself. You have to go. And my therapist tells me the same thing. You got to go. You got to go. You got to do it. And it works. So if you're struggling with anxiety, especially like, uh, you know, like going out or like going out to eat or going to a gathering, going out with friends, I really, really highly recommend you just go and do it. You will, even though you're anxious before, during and after, you'll feel better when you come home and you sit in your bed or you do whatever and you go, I did it. And it makes you feel confident and it makes you feel like you can go do anything that you want to do. So if you're in that situation, I, I really do recommend you forcing yourself to go. As as daunting as that sounds and as scary as that sounds, it works. I, I told you, I, I pushed myself a lot to go out. I even, you could, my friends can, my friends can vouch for this. I even would drive my own car even if we were going to the same place because I was so worried about what if I have an anxiety attack or a panic attack or I have to leave because I, you know, whatever. And I would drive. But that was my 
safety net. I, I was in control of that. So if you're feeling like you you have to do things to accommodate yourself, do it. If if you feel like you're always the type of person that's like, I always get called like I'm extra or that I'm too much. No, I'm not too much or extra. I want to make sure that I'm comfortable and safe wherever I am. And if that means driving alone or, I don't know, bringing my headphones somewhere or, I don't know, bringing something that makes you feel better. Like for me, like I always bring like a bag and those bags have snacks in it because I get hungry. But that's something that I can do that helps me. I want to reiterate here that anxiety is different for everybody and your anxiety journey what I'm calling it, anxiety journey, is you have to do what's best for you. So, like I said, for me, it was bringing those, bringing something, um, you know, like snacks so that I'm, I don't feel weak, then I would feel anxious. I have my snacks as my safety net. Uh, I would drive somewhere by myself. That was my safety net. I felt in control. If that's what you have to do, do it. And thank, luckily, I have... Um, my closest friends, they're really, really supportive and I can't thank them enough, really. Um, they have been through my entire journey and have honestly helped me. So if you're listening, guys, I really, 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 really appreciate you and you know that. And my family too, they were really supportive during my whole anxiety journey and I can't thank them enough either because I think having support too was my way of controlling my anxiety. For some, you might have to do it on your own. That might be what you feel is comfortable. But for me, I felt like talking to people about it and people recognizing how I'm feeling and almost changing the way that they react around me is something that I'll always take for granted because they truly just made me feel comfortable wherever I went. And you know, I, I, you need to have support. So that was another reason, another reason why I was in control of my situation. So again, if you're feeling like you're stuck and, you know, don't let people discourage you, bring what you need, do what you need to make yourself less anxious. I always say this to myself too. It doesn't matter what people think. It doesn't matter what people are doing. If it makes you at ease and comfortable and less anxious, then you do it. So I I just want you to be aware that you need to take control and you need to be the one that does things for you to better yourself. Because of course, like anxiety is not going to go away. It's never going to go away. But there are ways that you can manage it and ways that you can deal with it every day where you're in control. I want you to know that you're not alone on this journey. When I first started my anxiety journey, I didn't realize that even some of my closest friends had were dealing with some things similar. And I think again, because I'm so vocal about things, I I just I told them and and they didn't, you know, they didn't feel comfortable telling me at the time even though that we're friends. You know, there's some things that like you like to keep private and when I told them and and I and I and they told me they do the, you know they deal with the same thing it's comforting to know that people around you also feel similar to you so I want you to know that you're not alone on your journey and you're not alone even in the world even if you don't know anybody 
people suffer from anxiety all the time and you're not alone in this. And there are accounts on social media that help people. Um, I can't think of the name right now. If I think of it, I'll leave it in the comments. Um, but they, they talk about ways to manage your anxiety and things you can do. And there's a community of people who are just like you and just like me. So if you're out there, just know that your anxiety journey is personal and your anxiety journey, you're not alone. If you have any questions or thoughts that you want to share about anxiety personally, send me a DM on Instagram, whatever it is, podcast, and I'll be happy to talk to you about it. I'm also on Twitter at WII Podcast. So follow me there. I'm going to be posting questions about anxiety and resources that you can go to that can help you on your anxiety anxiety journey. And like I said, I'm here to be your unofficial um, therapist, your unofficial friend that has been through this and who has dealt with it. And I really want you to know that if you need somebody to talk to or to let you know, I'm here. And I'm always willing to help people on their anxiety journeys because it's something that I know I looked out for and I wanted and I got and I know that everybody doesn't have those resources. And if you feel like this episode really helped you, please, please let me know. And if there's anything else you want to talk about, I might actually make separate episodes on a, like therapy and uh, anxiety remedies and things like that because I feel like it's important. But this episode, I just wanted to be a brief overview of my journey and what I've done and what has helped me and maybe what can help you. And I, I really do hope that this episode maybe brought some light to your journey and maybe even helped you. So I want to thank you for listening to this episode. Again, if you need somebody to talk to, I'm always here. Just reach out on Instagram or Twitter and I'll be glad to talk to you. But just remember that you're not alone and you can do it. Anxiety is almost like it's just irrational thoughts. If you can control those, you can control your life and how you feel. Thank you again and I'll see you next Tuesday. Bye.